I will, I'll start it, all right? And what's up, everybody? We're going live. Very, very good to be here for Data on Kubernetes live stream number 142. I am live from California. Our speaker, Arik, is live in Munich. We have this cross-Atlantic connection, right, making things work here. Very, very excited about today's live stream. He's an amazing speaker with tons of experience. Before we get started, all right, just want to remind everybody, if you didn't know this already, we have our next DOK day on October 24th. In Detroit, yes, it will be hybrid, will be in-person, will also be online, so you can be connected wherever you are in the world. I will leave the link here because we are looking for speakers, and Arek, I would definitely like you to give a talk. Perhaps today's talk could also become a CFP. So I will link the, uh, the CFP here in the YouTube chat. So if you've got an idea, if you've got a topic, we have very clear guidelines on there. We're looking for end user talks, no vendor pitches. I'll repeat, no vendor pitches. If you're not sure if your CFP is a vendor pitch or not, please contact me on Slack and we would be happy to help you out with that. Also looking to do panels and always looking to have folks from as many different diverse backgrounds as possible. So keep that in mind when you're, when you're putting your stuff out there, all right? That being said, very excited to be doing this live stream today about MongoDB, one of the most popular databases in the world. But like I said, our speaker knows a lot more about that than I do. Arek, how are you doing today? Hi. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm doing fine. I want to tell you hello from Munich, Germany. We have excellent weather, like 35 degrees. So it's proper summer. And I'm really excited to be today with you. Very, very good. That being said, Arek, if you want to start sharing your screen, you can go for it. Folks, remember, get your questions in the chat. If you if you don't get a question in for whatever reason, we can always continue the conversation on Slack. Um, Arek, take it away. Let's start mastering MongoDB on Kubernetes. Okay, so hi everyone. My name is Arek. I'm in Munich, Germany. And today I will be talking about MongoDB and Kubernetes operator. I hope you will like my talk. So I will start from short introduction to MongoDB architecture and MongoDB platforms. I will then tell about Kubernetes operators and I will switch to use cases. So I will have demo for you uh, with MongoDB community, Kubernetes operator. Then I will switch to MongoDB enterprise, Kubernetes operator. And at the end, I will explain you how to manage MongoDB cloud platform Atlas directly from Kubernetes. Okay, let's get started. You can have three types of MongoDB architecture. So you can have standalone cluster. So this is very good use case for development or test environments, simply because your application will write and read data just from one MongoDB instance. When this instance will crash, you will have downtime. That's why this is not a good idea to use standalone cluster for production use cases. For production use cases, you should use MongoDB replica set. So this is a situation when data is replicated from primary replica set member to secondaries. And it's also good practice to have odd number of replica set members if you want to avoid split brain. So in this use case, application is writing data always to primary replica set member, but application can read data from primary or from secondaries. If primary will crash for some reason, MongoDB will elect new primary and your application will even not notice it, which means you will not have downtime. So this solution is HA. But when your data will grow and your replica set will have, let's say, two or three terabytes of data, you should think about sharded cluster. Sharded cluster is more complex MongoDB cluster type. This is when you can horizontally scale your data. Sharding is a method of distributing data across multiple machines or pods. We call them shards. Of course, every shard should have replication for high availability. Also, 
there is something which is called config server. Config server is part of the MongoDB sharded cluster. Config server is a replica set where MongoDB keeps metadata about sharded cluster. The last component of MongoDB sharded cluster is MongoS. MongoS is a router. That's a single entry point for application. So application always contact MongoS in order to read or write data. Then MongoS will route query to correct shard. MongoS knows where data belongs because MongoS is, communicate, is taking this information from config servers, which are keeping map of data. So config servers know where particular, particular chunk of data belongs. Sharded cluster management can be challenging. For example, you need to make sure that your backup is consistent. So you need to make backup of every single shard and config server. Also, you need to make sure when you are upgrading your sharded cluster, you will not have downtime. If you have really big sharded cluster deployment, you should think about Ops Manager. So Ops Manager is a platform for backup, automation, and monitoring of MongoDB deployments. Ops Manager is a Java application which is using as his internal database MongoDB replica set called application database. So Ops Manager keeps his metadata in application database. Ops Manager can also interact with cloud storage like S3, and Ops Manager can keep MongoDB backup in S3. Users can interact with Ops Manager via web UI or via REST API, and users can manage MongoDB deployments via this web UI. Ops Manager can manage many different MongoDB environments. So for example, you can have many different replica sets deployments or standalone clusters or even sharded clusters. Actually, I was working a lot with sharded clusters which are managed by Ops Manager. Every host which is connected to Ops Manager has MongoDB agent installed. This MongoDB agent is taking care of MongoD process, which is running on this host or in pods. So this MongoDB agent is responsible for, is making sure that MongoD is up and running without any problems. Also, Ops Manager provides consistent backup for sharded clusters and rolling upgrades. Plus, there is very good monitoring, which I will show you later during demo. The last product, which I want to introduce to you, is MongoDB Atlas. So MongoDB Atlas is a fully managed cloud database. You can have your MongoDB cluster, which is running on top of AWS, GCP, or Azure or even you can have your replica set, which is distributed across every single major cloud provider, which means you can have real multi-cloud cluster. So one replica set can be on Azure, second one can be on GCP, third one can be on AWS. Apart from this, Atlas offers you serverless MongoDB clusters, which means you can pay just for resources you are consuming. There is also data lake capabilities, so you can query your data from S3 storage. There is also Atlas search, so you can use full text search capabilities on your Atlas MongoDB database. Atlas also provides the Atlas Data API, so you can query MongoDB, which is running in Atlas Cloud via HTTPS, for example, via Postman or or CURL. Atlas also provides advanced security features and more. MongoDB created 
Kubernetes operators that automates creation, configuration, management, and upgrades of MongoDB products. They are three major Kubernetes operators, MongoDB community operator. So this community operator is managing MongoDB community database, which can run on Kubernetes. There is also MongoDB enterprise operator, which is managing Ops Manager on Kubernetes and also MongoDB Enterprise Advance on Kubernetes. But in this scenario, Ops Manager can be on Kubernetes, but also Ops Manager can run outside of the Kubernetes. The third operator is MongoDB Atlas operator. If you are using MongoDB Atlas operator, you can manage your Atlas cluster directly from Kubernetes. And for example, you can manage this Atlas cluster directly from your CI-CD pipeline. But okay, why to use Kubernetes operators? They reduce comple complexity, which means you need to have lots of knowledge if you want to run Ops Manager and Sharded Cluster in your data center. You need lots of people to manage all aspects of this deployment. Operator simplify everything. So the best human knowledge has been hard-coded into operator code and operator just managing everything for you. You need to just declare the desired cluster state and operator will build this cluster on Kubernetes for you. So we can say that operator is extending Kubernetes API by MongoDB specific objects like sharded cluster or replica set or Atlas project. We will see this later. Also, MongoDB operator using Kubernetes best practices. As you will see, we will use pod affinities, pod disruption budgets or resource management like requests and limits. Also, operator is using Kubernetes features like auto-healing. MongoDB itself provides capabilities like replications and sharding or failover. So this is very good candidate, candidate to use Kubernetes. On Kubernetes, every pod can be restarted at any time. And if this will happens on primary replica set member, MongoDB will very fast elect new member, which means your application will not notice any downtime. MongoDB images, which are used by operators, they have MongoDB agent inside, which means there is sidecar container MongoDB agent, and this MongoDB agent is taking care of MongoD process, which is running also in the same pod. So this agent is taking care about stopping, starting, monitoring or mon of MongoD process, also is executing readiness and leaveness probes. And at the end, I just need to tell you that every MongoDB operator provides out of the box security features like encryption, TLS, authentication, and airbag. So MongoDB deployments on Kubernetes side are quite secure. Now let's switch to one picture. I just want to show you what operator is orchestrating for you. So for example, if I want to have MongoDB replica set on Kubernetes, I'm just telling in my Kubernetes manifest that I want to have MongoDB replica set. And then operator will take care about storage part. So for example, operator will create persistent volume claims, persistent volumes, and stateful set, which will be used by MongoDB replica set. Also operator is taking care about network setup. So operator will build MongoDB, will build Kubernetes service, which can be, for example, load balancer, and your MongoDB cluster can be accessible outside of the Kubernetes. Operator also watching custom resources, which has been created by this operator. So what operator is doing is observing actual state of MongoDB replica set, 
is checking difference between actual state and desired state. And if necessary, take an action is driving actual state to desired state. How it looks? Observe. So our replica set has just two running pods. Analyze. We should have three pods. Act. Operator will take an action. We'll start new pod. We'll add this pod to cluster. We'll wait for replication to resync and repeat. I would like to now show you demo from MongoDB Kubernetes operator. So MongoDB Kubernetes community operator is open source, is under Apache license. This community operator providing at this moment only replica set. So you can build just replica set on Kubernetes. Is very good for development environment and testing. Maybe it's not production ready yet. It's automating cluster provisioning on Kubernetes. Is providing good security features. Also, you can very easy scale your replica set up and down, execute rolling upgrade, which means if you want to upgrade your database, you will not have downtime. Also, you can use Prometheus with Grafana to monitor this MongoDB deployment. There is only one custom resource provided by this operator. So this custom resource is called MongoDB community. And in this custom resource, we are we need to specify desired state of our MongoDB community cluster and operator together with Kubernetes API will build this cluster for us. So at the end, we want to have this deployment. Every pod should be running on different Kubernetes node and also as I told you before, image used by the operator will have Mongo agent. This Mongo agent will be taking care of MongoD, which is running in the same pod. If we go to the console now, I just want to tell you that I prepared this environment and I installed Cert Manager before I recorded this. Also, I generated certificates. So we can see that in MongoDB namespace, we have certificates. So we have a secret, which is called Mongo Keeper and is ready to use. Now I'm download, downloading from MongoDB GitHub account, MongoDB Kubernetes operator community operator. I have very simple bar script, which I will be using. Let's go inside. So here I will create operator namespace. I will apply unnecessary role, <coughs> roles and custom resource definitions. And at the end, I will create MongoDB community operator in operator namespace. This is important to have operator in different namespace than MongoDB database. So I'm running this script now. I see that namespace has been created, CRTs are created, service accounts, and all roles which are necessary. And now our environment is ready to run MongoDB objects on Kubernetes. If I display namespaces, I see that I have operator namespace. I have also MongoDB namespace where we will create cluster. If I display pods from operator namespace, I will see that 
operator pod is up and running. So now Kubernetes API has been extended by MongoDB specific objects. If I display custom resource definitions, I will see that I have custom resource definition called MongoDB community. Okay, let's go now to Kubernetes manifest. I want to deploy object custom resource called MongoDB community on my Kubernetes cluster. Name will be data on Kubernetes MongoDB in namespace MongoDB, which is separated from operator. Type replica set with three members, always odd number of members, remember. Of course, I want to have security enabled. I want to have my admin user in admin database. I will take the password from secret, which I will create soon. And I want to also grant those roles. So cluster admin and user admin and user admin and the database to this user. Of course, I want to have security enabled. And here I will use certificate which I created before and which I showed you. So this is MongoDB Keeper. I want to have stateful set. So I want to have my data to be persistent on storage. In containers part, I will specify limits and requests for my pods. And also I want to use pod anti-affinity, which means I want my pods to be running on separate Kubernetes nodes, not together. And also I want to have my persistent volume claims and persistent volumes to be named data volume. Okay, let's create secret with, with MongoDB user password. And now we can deploy our first MongoDB replica set on Kubernetes. As you can see, we don't need to have any knowledge how to do this, what kind of components are needed, etc. We just need to provide the desired state in Kubernetes manifest. Now, if I deploy, if I display pods from MongoDB namespace, I see that first pod is starting slowly. And now two of them are running, third one, so third member of replica set is starting. Now our replica set is up and running and is ready to use. I can also display stateful set, which has been created by operator. So our data on Kubernetes stateful set is ready. I can also display persistent volume claims. So that's a name data volume, which we specify in Kubernetes manifest. And of course we can display persistent volumes. I can also display MongoDB community object. So that's an extension actually on our Kubernetes API, which we did. And we can validate that this object is up and running. If I describe MongoDB community object, I can see all my settings, which I specified in Kubernetes manifest file. And of course, I just want to show you that Kubernetes service type cluster IP has also been created and is using default MongoDB port 27017. I want to also show you logs from my MongoDB pod. So if I'm trying to display logs, I will see that I want to choose one of the containers from pod, MongoD or MongoDB agent. So this is the sidecar, sidecar container I was talking about. So the sidecar container is a very important part of, part of, this, 
of this deployment because this container is, container is taking care of MongoD process. So it was MongoDB community operator. Let's move to more advanced use cases. Now let's talk about MongoDB enterprise Kubernetes operator. This operator let you deploy any type of MongoDB deployment. So this can be replica set, this can be shard cluster, or this can be standalone. And this operator is production ready. This is providing everything what you need to run your database on Kubernetes. So there is TLS, there is authentication, authorization, and auditing. Also, this operator let you create Ops Manager on Kubernetes as well. And then from Ops Manager, you can manage your MongoDB deployments. Ops Manager provides backup infrastructure. So for example, you can execute restore to the point in time on your MongoDB deployments, or you can make consistent backup of your sharded clusters. So this is really useful tool for running MongoDB. Also, Ops Manager provides very good monitoring. I will show you this soon during demo. And of course, operator provides user management support, encryption addressed, and also there is something called multi-cluster. I will show you this at the end. This is brand new feature from this operator. I need to tell you that I don't have experience yet with multi-cluster, but it's, it looks very attractive for me. So now let's focus on MongoDB custom resource. So this custom resource can have three types. So operator can generate three types of clusters. Standalone, replica set, and sharded cluster. So sharded cluster, as we spoke, will have shard members, config servers, and router MongoS. We can have multiple custom resources with enterprise operator. First is MongoDB. So in this case, we will have custom resource kind MongoDB type sharded cluster. But before we will deploy sharded cluster, we will have to deploy Ops Manager. So we will use custom resource type kind MongoDB Ops Manager. Let's see how it looks. So I have my operator script. This script will generate MongoDB namespace. Then I will apply from MongoDB GitHub account custom resource definitions, which are required. And at the end, I will apply and create MongoDB enterprise operator. So I'm running my operator script. And again, I'm generating all the required custom resource definitions roles, service accounts, etc. Now, if I validate namespaces, I see that I have MongoDB namespace. If I display pods, I see that my MongoDB enterprise operator is up and running. Let's display CRDs, and we see four new CRDs. MongoDB, MongoDB multi-cluster, MongoDB user, and Ops managers. So now let's use them. Before, I have another script. Now I will generate admin password for secret with admin password for Ops manager, config map with certificate authority certificate, which are generated before, and certificate for Ops Manager because I want to have TLS connection between my web browser and Ops Manager. And now we are ready to deploy Ops Manager on Kubernetes. Before I do this, 
I want to show you something. I'm using examples from MongoDB official uh, GitHub account. If I go to the samples, I have lots of samples. So how to create MongoDB database on Kubernetes, how to deploy MongoDB multi-cluster, or how to deploy Ops Manager. Let's go inside. And I will see multiple examples. For example, how to enable TLS or how to run Ops Manager as non-root user or how to enable backup infrastructure. I created one Kubernetes manifest in my private GitHub repository. So I mixed a few different examples. So if I go to MongoDB Ops Manager, I see Kubernetes manifest. And I want to deploy object kind MongoDB Ops Manager in namespace MongoDB. I want to have version 5.0.5. Also, I want, I ask operator to create service type load balancer for me because I want to access Ops Manager from my, from my web browser. I want to have security enabled. So I want my deployment to be secure. Also, I want application database, which is replica set that backing Ops Manager be created as well. So I'm just specifying number of members and the desired version. So 501 enterprise. Now, if I apply this YAML file, operator will create Ops Manager together with application database for me. We see that application database pods are starting. We can also display now stateful set, which is almost ready. So this is a stateful set just for application database. We will have more stateful set generated by operator. And of course, we can display persistent volume claims, which will be used by application database or persistent volumes. So everything is orchestrated. I can also display object type ops manager which is not ready yet, but we can see that application database is running. Let's validate this and we see that now even Ops Manager is running. So our Ops Manager is in state running, which means we can access this Ops Manager. Before let's we need to display service. So those services has been generated by operator. We want to have external service type load balancer. I need to copy external IP together with port. And now I just need to paste this into my web browser. We can notice that we are using secure connection. So we have self-signed certificate, which I generated before. We can see this certificate. So our connection is secure. Now we can log in inside of Ops Manager. Okay, now under organizations, we can see that operator generated one organization and project for us. So this is our application database. We can see those, our three pods. So that's a replica set. So if I now display those pods, 
we see that those three replica set members of application database are visible in the ops manager. Okay, now let's create sharded cluster. I will be following MongoDB documentation, which is accessible from Ops Manager. I need to start from config maps and secrets. So there is config map and secret generator. I just need to follow those steps. So I have HTTP, HTTPS on, which means I need to specify here config map name with certificate authority certificate, which are generated before. And basically this is all. And now I have two ready to use config maps. We can also use REST API, Ops Manager REST API to, to get this information, but I want to show you how it looks. So now I'm creating config map for my sharded cluster. I'm just doing copy paste by basically. So in MongoDB namespace, I need to have URL service actually to name to Ops Manager. I need to have organization ID from Ops Manager. I need to have certificate authority certificate. I need to make sure that I'm using valid certificates. Also, I need to create secret because operator needs to talk to Ops Manager REST API and needs to authenticate himself. Let's have a look into Kubernetes manifest. This is a very interesting part. So this time I want to create object kind MongoDB, name data on Kubernetes sharded cluster in namespace MongoDB. I want to have two shards with replica set for HA. And I want to have two MongoS. So they are routers to our, to our database. And of course, I need to have free config servers. Version of my database will be 44.2. I need to specify credentials to Ops Manager. So config map with name and, and secret because this sharded cluster will be managed by Ops Manager. At this moment, I want to comment out security because I want to show you one feature which I really like in Ops Manager. So I will not enable security right now. I want to have sharded cluster, of course. And I want to have persistent, persistent volumes. And here I have stuff like uh, limits for my pods and all other best practices. Uh, in persistent uh, part, I want to make sure that I have different uh, persistent volumes for MongoDB data files and for logs. And I want to use storage class standard. So let's apply this manifest. And we see that nothing is starting. Why? Let's go to operator logs and try to debug the situation. And I see an error, which is saying that this IP address has not been whitelisted in Ops Manager. So this is another security feature. I need to go to, actually I see that additional project data on Kubernetes has been created, but we cannot see pods because operator cannot create pods until we will not whitelist his IP address. So we are going to API key, which is used by operator, and we need to add IP address, which we took from the log file. And now we should progress. If I display pods, we see that first config server is starting. 
So now one shard is almost ready and three config servers are up and running. If I come back to my project, data on Kubernetes shaded cluster, we see that we have some content, some pods, but now just with MongoDB agent. So better, we have two shards and config server, there is still not MongoS. Let's refresh our view in Ops Manager. And now, if I scroll down, I see that also Mongo S is up and running, but our cluster is not ready yet. Let's check log. So now MongoDB agent is downloading MongoDB and installing this MongoDB inside of pod. So MongoDB agent is managing entire MongoDB lifecycle in the pod. Now is better. We can also see agent logs. So this is a good place for debugging. And our cluster is ready, but we don't have security on. Also, this is Mongo agent. So Mongo agent is providing monitoring backup and automation for every single pod. But as I, as I told you, we don't have security. And Ops Manager is telling us, so there is security checkup, which is telling that there is something wrong with this deployment. So authentication is not enabled, authorization is not enabled, and also TLS is not enabled. And this is very important feature because if you forgo, forget to do something in your uh, Kubernetes manifest, Ops Manager will tell you about this. So let's validate everything. Let's display MongoDB object. So our shaded cluster is running. Also stateful sets are ready. So every stateful set for particular shard, config server and MongoS. And of course for Ops Manager and application database. And also if I display services, we see that operator created required services for MongoDB shaded cluster. Now let's turn on security for this cluster. So I just need to come back to my YAML file and comment out security part. And now I see that Ops Manager will turn on security, which means we will have TLS and user authentication and authorization. If I go to my security checkup, I see now that everything is in right order and my cluster is production ready. If I go to security, I can validate this. I see everything is green. I also want to show you some Ops Manager capabilities. So if I go to my shard, I see here two shards actually. And if I go to one shard, to primary member of this replica set, I see lots of very nice charts. So this is excellent place for monitoring also because you can display lots of statistics. Of course, this cluster is fresh, so we will not see anything, anything which can be, can be wrong. But, but if you have real production use case, this is a very good place for debugging and for monitoring of your MongoDB deployment. We can also see real-time statistics. So we can see actually what is going on with MongoD instance. I don't ex expect anything uh, strange here because as i told you this cluster has maybe 10 minutes so so everything is stable we don't have an application which is connected but if you would have application you would have all statistics from all different collections etc you can also go to performance advisor at this time so everything is correct because there is not even schema but for real production use cases this is very a nice place to visit 
Okay, let's move forward. Other MongoDB custom resource, which I want to show you, is MongoDB user. So operator will be will use config maps and projects, which we created, and custom resource definition called MongoDB user, and will create via Ops Manager REST API user in our database, and this user can be used by application. So how it looks, this will be very fast demo. I have my Kubernetes manifest, hint MongoDB user. So in our MongoDB namespace, I'm specifying the password to user, which I will create. By a secret Kubernetes shadow cluster. And I want to grant those roles to my users. So user management is also automated via, via operator. And I need to just apply, just create secret with, with password, which I will not show you. And I need to apply my manifest with user custom resource. And now if I refresh Ops Manager, I see that operator contacted Ops Manager via Ops Manager REST API. And now Ops Manager is creating first user in database. If we go to security, we see this user is already there and we can start use our shattered cluster. Ops Manager is doing all health checks now and everything is fine. There is another enterprise operator object which I want to show you. So this is MongoDB multi-cluster and this solution is very good for disaster recovery. So this is brand new feature. I didn't try this yet, but what I can see we can have MongoDB Ops Manager, which is managing of central cluster. And on this cluster, we can have MongoDB operator. And from this cluster, we can manage other Kubernetes clusters and we can create MongoDB replica set, which is distributed across those clusters. So this would be very nice uh, use case for DR. So if one Kubernetes cluster will go down, our replica set will be still up and running. Okay, at the end, let's talk about Atlas Kubernetes operator. So you can manage your MongoDB cloud database directly from Kubernetes, directly from Kubernetes. So this operator automates Atlas cluster provisioning and you can integrate your Atlas cluster management directly from your CI CD pipeline. So you can manage it together with your application. Also, this operator can set up cloud backup for you user management and other features which we will see now so we will have we will use few custom resources first will be atlas project atlas deployment which is actually mongodb database also there is atlas backup policy custom resource and atlas database user so now let's see how it look I go to my Atlas cluster. So in Atlas, I have organization data on Kubernetes, but I don't have any project, nothing. What I did, I just created API key. So I have my public key and private key because operator needs to communicate, needs to authenticate with Atlas API. I have simple script again. In the script, I will apply from MongoDB GitHub account all in one. So 
So this YAML file will create all kinds. So we see that our Atlas custom resources has been created. We can display namespaces. Also, MongoDB Atlas namespace has been created, is active. We can display pods from this namespace. So this is Atlas operator, which is almost up and running, and now is running. If I display CRDs, I see that I have Atlas related, related custom resource definitions available for me. I also need to create sec secret with API key for Atlas and also for MongoDB database, which we will create in Atlas. And now I want to show you Atlas project custom resource. I go again to my GitHub account. I see Atlas project and I'm specifying desired state of my project. So I want to create custom resource kind Atlas project, name data on Kubernetes project, in namespace Atlas. For this demo, I will open this for everyone, but this is only for demo. So remember, don't use 000 for production. Let's apply our Atlas project. Let's go to operator logs. And we see in operator logs that our Atlas project has been created. If I go to Atlas, I see that my project is there. But now I need to create database. So I need to use different custom resource, MongoDB deployment. So in this deployment, I'm just specifying that I want to create Atlas deployment object, data Atlas cluster. I need to reference to my project, which I created. Name of my database will be MongoDB data on Kubernetes cluster, instance M10. This instance will be on AWS in US East One. Now, if I go to Atlas, I see that Atlas is creating my MongoDB cluster. Usually it takes up to seven minutes, but now I pre-recorded this so I can accelerate this. So our cluster will be ready soon. And here it is. So we have our MongoDB data on Kubernetes cluster on AWS. This time this is replica set with three nodes. If I go inside, I see my three members of replica sets are up and running. I can go to real time. So this is again, excellent place for monitoring. So we can watch statistics from our database. And if something is wrong in your database, this is first place uh, where you should go and check. We also have metrics, lots of metrics, so you can monitor well your cluster. If someone wants, can add more metrics, like hardware metrics. We can also see profiler, but there is nothing. Profiler is to profiling wrong queries. We can also check performance advisor like in Ops Manager. But also in Atlas, we have more features like, like data lake, yeah? so, or Atlas triggers. Also, what we can do, we can enable the Atlas data API. 
which means we can access our MongoDB data via HTTPS without knowing MongoDB query language. Yeah, so we just need to enable the Atlas Data API, copy URL endpoint, and we can query our database via CURL command. There is also Atlas search, which means you can use full text search capabilities and use them to search your Atlas data. But let's go now to security and check database access and create first database user. So I will use different Kubernetes manifest, custom resource kind Atlas database user. And again, I'm just declaring my username, roles which this user can have and project reference. And of course, password from, from secret. When I apply this, and I will back to Atlas, I see that our user is already there. So we can declare everything in YAML file and then Kubernetes will build this for us. Now let's log in to this. Actually, now let's display our Kubernetes objects which we created. So we see database user, we see Atlas project, and we see our Atlas deployment, which is actual Atlas cluster. If I press connect, I can copy connection string and I can copy, I can connect via Mongo SH. So now I'm connected to my Atlas MongoDB database. I'm on primary member of replica set. I can display databases. I can also create one database, data on Kubernetes. And I can, for example, insert one document into collection. And we can display now this document. So our database is ready to use, is up and running, and you can connect application with this database. Summary. Operators, Kubernetes operators reduce complexity. As you could see, I didn't need I didn't need to have any advanced MongoDB knowledge to deploy all those services or on Kubernetes or manage them like Atlas database directly from Kubernetes. You need to just specify high level of abstraction in Kubernetes manifest. You need to specify what you want to achieve and Kubernetes operator will create this platform for you. So we can say that Kubernetes operators are extending Kubernetes API by technology specific objects. Also, they improve consistency and they provide also automation on very high level. And actually operators are a recommended method to of running MongoDB of, on Kubernetes. Thank you very much. It was pleasure, pleasure to me to talk to you again, to talk to you today, excuse me. I'm a little bit tired. I wish you a very nice day and I wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you very much, Arek. That was fantastic. I'm glad we finally got to do this. We've been talking about doing this live stream for a long time. It was super good, easy to follow. The demos were very clean. Everything was very well explained. Before we finish, as is tradition in our community, while you were giving your amazing presentation, 
We have an absolutely phenomenal artist that's in the background creating an artistic depiction of what you were talking about. Um, I hope you can see my screen. Um, so you have this nice graphic to share the key points that were mentioned um, in the slides. Also, so you know, folks, we will be sharing the slides. Arek, I hope that we get to see you in the next date on Kubernetes Day in Detroit, either in person or online. I definitely invite you to submit a CFP. That was a super good talk. Um, folks, thank you very much for joining. If you have questions, we'd be happy to continue the conversation on Slack. Arak is a little bit tired. He's had a very full day and just did an awesome live stream. Um, so if you can check those out, if you got here a little bit late, like I said, happy to continue the conversation on Slack. Arak, have a wonderful day and we'll be speaking to you soon. Okay. Thank you.